guys, welcome to episode 22, I hope it's 22, we just discussed this a minute ago. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to Normalising Life Podcast with me and Adam. Uh, how are you? I'm good mate, I'm good. How are you doing? You may get some background noise today, There's um, Alice is in the background, she's doing some drawing and stuff. I can, I can never do the podcast when I told her, whenever we just been over Helena lived here, I always told Helena to go into the kitchen instead, yeah. <laughs> made her stay in the kitchen while I was doing the podcast, it sounds so mean like, but she was more than happy to, to help me out, like, fair fucks dear. No, I know, well, I, I, I've literally taken over Alice's bedroom, like, I'll, I'll insert a picture of my setup right now, but basically we've got a table without legs that I've put on a bed, and then I've got the the... I've got the my laptop and the mixing desk on there with my phone on a tripod, so it's it is not an ideal setup. Right you look now. like a, a lockdown DJ. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Know, like everyone, all the DJs were sharing like videos and doing like yeah, with my mixing on their on their bedrooms. Is this, is this a mandala? Is that what it's called in the background? Yeah, that's a mandala. It looks like my arm. Yeah. There we go. My new my new background. Yeah, you look like you look like a hipster hipster uh, sort of hippie stoner girl. I'm actually not in Leeds anymore. I'm in Bali, so. <laughs> 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 well, what's going on this week? Um, not much, mate. It's been it's been crazy. I've been crying a little bit at my crypto portfolio, and uh, <laughs> oh, don't even chat to me. Don't even chat to me. Um, like Elon Musk, I used to really like him, but now he can he can just go die in a chip pan fire because <laughs> I'm absolutely done with him. Like, I know. Uh, um, one tweet. Oh, not even one tweet. One press release, wasn't it? One person can't manipulate. Something so much, it's just fucking not fair. Yeah, well, it's just caused big whales to the big, big whales of people that hold a lot of massive amounts of the yeah. of the currencies to start ditching them, and it may have brought on the like the end of the the bull cycle in crypto. I don't know. People are saying I it's hope not because September and everyone's well, like, everyone's saying there's going to be another dip and another dip. So it's dipped recently, and then whenever it dipped, I was like, fuck it, it's dipped. It's the chance to buy, and I sold. A stock at a big loss, like I was in a thirty percent loss, and I was like, I'll make it back in crypto, and it's went down fucking forty percent since then. So I was like, <laughs> fuck's sake, I'm, I, yeah. I just, I just think, but I'm gonna have to keep on putting in it. I'm, I'm too deep in now, where if it goes down, I'm just gonna have to keep on putting more money yeah. in and more money in until it starts to go up again. It's just one of those things. The thing is, it's it, just gonna prolong my savings. It will go up though, like even if it's like three years, it will go up. What my what my friend said to me, right? So. Uh, Elon Musk still owns. Do you remember when he bought it? He bought it at like forty thousand or thirty-five thousand um, when he bought into it. So he actually owns like millions and millions and millions of pounds worth of, of Bitcoin still. So he can't let it go down that much. Like he'll lose yeah. way too much. So yeah. that's what I'm holding on to for dear life. Yeah, I understand why he's done it. Like it makes complete sense because Tesla is a company that's all about sustainable energy and stuff and because yeah. because it gets harder and harder to start mining the bitcoins it takes more and more energy to mine them so now that there's a lot more people trying to mine them the process is going a lot quicker so now it's a, a matter of fact is that people are spending more energy to do it and then every time that a transaction gets made the need to figure out a breakdown the blockchain of some form as well which then takes more energy and this is why Ethereum's so crap in some cases because it costs so much because there's so much energy being used to break down the the blockchain and stuff. Yeah. And I'm not claiming to know a shitload about this. I may be butchering it a little bit, but it's around a lot of it costs a lot of money for Bitcoin to be used at the minute, and they need to find a more sustainable way. And then that, yeah. when that happens, then companies like Tesla and stuff that are all about sustainable energy will be all over it. But obviously for now, it's a tough one. 
Yeah, we just need to go up so I can start making money again because I have lost a lot of money. Yeah. Like it's not even buttons anymore. It's starting to like go. In, it's, it's in the thousands already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's same. not great. It's not but um, but yeah, it's just it's one of them that is like if you get emotional, it's when you start losing, and it, it's hard not to. This is what happened last time. Remember, we it was on the podcast. We actually talked about it like back in, I would say November, December. We were talking about it, and I was like, nope, not doing crypto. I lost too much on it before because the exact same fucking thing happened two years ago. Whenever Bitcoin peaked, and I was like, fuck, I'm gonna buy. I'll get into the Bitcoin because it's gonna it's going to the moon. Mm-hmm. And then I bought it, and then it fucking all went to shit and I lost 1400 quid yeah. and then I said to myself never doing it again never going to invest in crypto what I do do the same fucking <laughs> thing <laughs> I'm not I'm still I'm still up I'm still up money in it I haven't lost any money on it yet but it's because I when I got into it but it, I'm I'm down to close to where I started but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still up I haven't lost money yet oh well speak for yourself I <laughs> <laughs> rub it in a little bit more <laughs> yeah like I am down probably in the thousands, definitely. I'm down about from it. my initial investments. No, from my initial investment. Man. Oh right, right. No, I'm Not down great. from where it was before. I'm down about a grand. Oh no, all in like two, two, three grand. <laughs> Not great. Not great. But here, okay. it's gonna go back. We're, we've got <laughs> utmost faith in Bitcoin. It's the future. Yeah. Fuck my life. <laughs> Don't get emotional, mate. Don't get emotional. No, I'm not emotionally attached to it. It's only my sa- it's only my savings that I was going to use to like build a future with. <laughs> <laughs> Smart investing. Uh, I'm opening up a, a group chat for investing tips. <laughs> just just hit me up. Mail um, my page. Just email me on Instagram and I'll add you to it. It's yeah. called How to Lose Your Money with Rob McFall. It's got a total of one member at the minute, and he's doing really well. <laughs> Yeah, become one of the gurus just to get a, just twenty pounds a month to be in my Telegram chat. Yeah, how to lose money in ninety days? No. Just do exactly what I do, or if you want to make money, do the opposite. No, I was doing so well as well. It gave me full self esteem because, like last year, I invested in the cruise ships and I made a fucking dime at it. Like I made over a grand on cruise ships, like investing at the right time. And I was like, "Fuck me!" I felt like Warren Buffett and like I am gonna make money here, money fast. And then Christmas, just I don't know what happened. I think the new year hit and it was like, "This is the year that Rob doesn't make money." Money. <laughs> I've I had a I had a really good year this like with it from um, well. From November November last year until January, I I went up like fifty percent in that total of the portfolio, and then January to March, I think I, I doubled like one hundred percent up on the portfolio, and then yeah. with like some look like crypto stuff, and then now I'm, I'm back at about <laughs> about even now. Yeah, you can you can count all the ones that goes up. You have to count the overall, which is yeah, not yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we will not talk about this because I will probably just end the, end the podcast and start crying. <laughs> we'll don't stay positive. Don't get emotional. Yeah, yeah. We'll stay positive. We'll go on to the what's in the news because I've, there's a there's a massive fucking headline just hit. My, I guess you could put in my group chat and then it's all over the British news as well about uh, there was a cable car. So a cable car on the, the, the mountain beside the lake that I used to live on. Like, well, still only like 20 minutes away. But... Um, so the cable car, have you ever been in a cable car or a... I've been on one, like, yeah, but... Like, this thing goes up hella high, like the top of the top of the mountain, and it just came off the, the wires and hit the dirt and killed 14 people. 
But this is the same cable car that I brought my family over and we were all in this last year. I just sent them a picture of it today and my family and says, remember this cable car? And sent them a picture of them in the cable car. He's like, yeah, it just killed 14 people. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Like, I'll have to send, I'll, I'll send you the news article so you can out. put it on the thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, I would put your fear, put the fear and you get on one of them again, like. No, no, definitely. They're scary enough for some people. I remember, who was it went up with me? I can't remember. Was she that? shit scared of it going up? I think it was my niece. She was really, really scared of going up with the thing, but that would make you even more scared. Mm. Crazy. Nice. It is, but, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's in the news. Unbit bad news. Any good news, Adam? Because like, this is a bit, uh, it's a bit depressing here. I know. Um, I don't know. Well, weather's shit in England. Um, Apart, said from, good apart, news. From it, apart from we've been, I've been smashing some PBs in the gym, but that's about it. <laughs> oh, you have been. You've been performing quite well, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm getting you that. must have a really good coach. I know. I know. <laughs> this, this... <laughs> Guy knows what he's talking about a little bit. <laughs> have you lost weight? I haven't weighed myself in a, a little bit, and when last time I weighed myself, I was weighed, like it was an evening, and I don't trust myself when I weigh myself in the evening. I need to wait like first thing. On the I morning. think you have lost weight. I think I've definitely definitely looked leaner, but. And yeah. I know it takes obviously takes time to put muscle on. I'm not an idiot, but it's like um, I do feel like it's almost that muscle memory style thing coming back into play a little bit. Of like my body knows yeah, what definitely. it's starting to do and it's just getting back into sure. the flow. And it's again. all the easy, easy fat coming off at the minute. Yeah, yeah. How the fuck can you be a vegan and and, and, and not be lean? I don't understand. How do you get your calories in? I just eat a lot. I eat a lot of food, a lot of pasta. <laughs> yeah, I suppose pasta is just, but pasta makes you run faster. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I like I, 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 that is one thing that I think a lot of vegans do, and a lot of people that eat vegan do is they eat like a normal amount of food. Yeah. And it's like if you're training like that, like what I am at the minute when I'm doing five intense workouts a week, and then climbing on top of it, my hands are in bits. My forearms are killing me, by the way, for that. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, when you're doing stuff like that, you need to fuel, you need to think of food as fuel, not as just food. And yeah. you need, if you don't, that's when people start getting injuries and start being, um, like, because it is harder to get certain, it's, on, it's only hard to get certain, like, proteins and stuff in because they're not readily available, and that's getting a lot better. It's because, obviously, we live in a society that's primarily, and stuff. Yeah, primarily made on eating meat and stuff, but to be honest, I very, like, I might have, like, two or three protein shakes a week. I don't really have that many protein shakes. I just make sure that I'm getting in. Just a fuckload of chickpeas. Yeah, well, chickpeas, Admani beans, uh, lentils, and um, and tofu, and like, then obviously there's. Some... You you couldn't be hitting over 180 grams, though, could you? I reckon I'm around 160. Which isn't ideal for maximum protein synthesis, would it be? I I think it. I think there's a lot to be said about the type, the pro, the quality of proteins that you're getting, than. Like if you think there's better quality than vegetables? Yeah, because if anything, animals eat it, eat the vegetables and eat the grains and whatnot, to then it metabolise into their muscle and then you eat the muscle. So I get it direct from the source. So I, if anything, I would say that the quality that I'd be getting is slightly but better. But the quality. protein comes from the muscle, does it not? No. No, the pro. Well, they eat the plants. They eat the plants. That's yeah. where they get in their initial protein from. Do they not produce some form? Mm. You, mm, hmm. <laughs> so, 
So this is see, I don't know enough about this to be able to argue, but I want to. <laughs> I really, I really do. Really but I, but I don't want to say anything. You'd be like, hmm, but that's not correct or wrong. Yeah, well, I've got, oh. I've got a pretty good argument. Like I said, I don't. I'm not a person that's preachy about this at all, but I know the come. Like I know the comebacks. If you're gonna question me about it. But is there is there is there like proved theories that the quality of protein from vegetables are better or beans are better than meat I or better I, quality I don't know like study wise I know what yeah. I've, I know what I've I've learned from research I've done and and like articles I've seen but are not scientific studies so I'm not gonna yeah, yeah. bite myself in the foot as much that's all right that's all right as long as it's not scientific I'll, I'll take that I'll take yeah, that but I, there is a there is a lot to a lot to be said it's not about it's not about having it's not about lacking the resources, it's about people lacking resourcefulness when it comes to, I think, uh, a vegan diet and pe- people that lack the actual resources. To have a balanced diet when you're vegan, you lack the re- resourcefulness of finding it. Yeah, yeah. And Fair even the, the energy of having the resourcefulness to find it in the first place, for some people it's just not a priority. Yeah, And that's, fi- that's fine, but just don't, you can't moan at anyone ever about it if you're not going to make it a priority in your own. <laughs> What's your best chickpea dish apart from that tuna one? Oh, that tuna, that tuna one. I've got chickpeas here that's been in the cupboard for about <laughs> a month, and I just don't know how to, what to do with them. Well, that tuna one's class, but I just I just normally boil them and bang them in like a stir fry or a pasta or something like that. Pasta dish. Yeah. So I, just... I do actually like the consistency of it. Yeah. I think, Isn't... like, yeah, first time I started using them, I just literally emptied the tin and just poured them into a, a dish and did it out with them, and that's not how you do it. <laughs> yeah. So you need to make sure that I tend to put them... Empty them out into a bowl, boiling water on in the microwave for a couple of minutes, and then they like they go soft and they're really good consist like good texture and consistency then. And you can you can either like some people like if you then mash them up, you can make them into like like burgers in a sense. Have like a chickpea burger, which yeah. is quite good. If you season it I've, and stuff. With it. I've uh, we'll go on to my meat dishes. Um, for anyone who likes likes the meat like myself. Um, I found like an absolute wonder dish. It takes like five minutes to make. Well, not five minutes, maybe fifteen. And this is what lean in fifteen. <laughs> um, no, it's my lean in fifteen. It's a uh, mince with a braise. So you cook the mince, teriyaki. You got soy sauce. You got a bit of honey. You got a bit of what am I missing? What am I missing? I think that's it. That's it. And then oh, and then your onions, and then a garlic, garlic, and uh, cook the mince, and then you got all the nice juices and then you put it all to the side like a little circle around the pan and in the middle you put some boiling water and then put super noodles in the middle right and the super noodles cook in the sauce of the the mince and the water and it absorbs all the water and then it turns into a fucking mince meat noodle dish and it is banging bit of spring onion on top sprinkle that shit <laughs> and then it's it's just absolutely banging like if it would it would turn you into a carnivore mate i'm not gonna lie <laughs> For anyone who wants that recipe, hit me up. I will. That, I will voice I mean, message. That sounds. It does sound good. Like you. Like I could easily do that as a replacement of like using teriyaki like, is a godsend of a marinade. By the way, like yeah. yeah. Have you used liquid is, smoke uh, before? Liquid smoke? No, no, it's a seasoning. It's a little bit like soy sauce, but it's fucking good. It's really is good. it liquid? Yeah, yeah, it's a liquid. Yeah, it gives it like it's almost like obviously being vegan a lot of the smokiness that you get normally is like smoked meat you get smoked salmon or smoked whatever and um, 
it gives it that little bit of like a, a smoky taste that you can put into put into food, which is good. I love a good look. I love a good marinade. Like I'm really born. Like I eat the same thing every week without fail, just different times. Like my shopping is exactly ninety five euro every week. It's <laughs> you, I, you couldn't get more consistent with my with my diet. Like which is good. But like, it gets boring sometimes. Yeah. I just have two takeaways a day a week. I have a pizza on a Friday, and then I have a takeaway on a Saturday. I had a Thai this weekend, and it was fucking banging. I know I shouldn't be eating fish. I don't. I'm not counting crustacean as a fish, um, <laughs> because I had prawn toast, and the prawn toast is absolutely delightful. Mm. There was like, a, I could eat. We went to we went to a thingy place. Um, it's called Four. Went to Four um, on yesterday, um, so on Saturday for. For us and they they do prawnless toast, so it's like prawn toast. So just so just toast. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't order it, so I never know. But just comes <laughs> out like you know, when you when you stay at a hotel, the wee trays that have all this the slices of toast in it with your butter on the side of it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't think of that. It'd be funny if they just brought out some toast. <laughs> but, but no, the, I think obviously it's. I mean, there's there's like if if you're looking, Aldi's really good for it now. Like different having the the different vegan alternatives, and there's like no chicken burgers and like fishless fi- fishless fingers and stuff like that. That is like kind of obviously replacements for for these kind there of. There was things. a reason I listened to a podcast. Someone talking about why um, why the meals are like made to look like actual meaty dishes but they're not actual meat there's a reason for them that you wouldn't actually think it's not like the obvious reason but I can't remember what it was um, wh- why do you think it, that they make like burgers so why why make a burger vegan why not make something eat the vegetable the way it is supposed to be cooked oh, I think I, well, I think it's it's obviously it's just the same same as like why would you why would you put a cur- like mech chicken into like a curry sauce or something like that like it's different dishes and different different options but I, I get what you mean but it's just I think it's just marketing like people who are vegan have normally gone especially in the early stages of transitioning or people that are vegetarian want to transition from vegan. yeah so it's not like so it's, it doesn't feel like they're contributing like so it's a familiar taste and they don't yeah, yeah. feel like they're contributing to the suffering blah 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 yeah, yeah. so I, I reckon it's more marketing than anything like the, realistically if we that everyone was always vegan there wouldn't need to be anything like that i think th- things calling it like chicken or beef or stuff would just be like fucking weird yeah just because it's it is just like a, a different a different kind of thing but yeah I'm, yeah like i said I, I, I talk about it and i try and give people alternatives the best i can but i'm never trying try and never be preachy with it but it's yeah for sure i think it's just again i think but um yeah. Uh, what else is the news? Nothing really. I was just, I was just like surfing the news here, but it's all depressing shit. Yeah. I, want, I want something, something cool, but there isn't anything cool. I think yeah. the the restrictions are sort of lightening up a bit, aren't they? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I saw an article. I saw an article, another more negative shit. I saw an article saying that Yorkshire has got a, a triple variant or something. A, a, a three, triple variant? A They're just making variant. these up now, aren't they? Oh yeah. Just like it's like I say, it's a, it's, we met this joke before about it being like we had the we've got the chameleon, uh, Charmander. Now we've got the chameleon. Eventually we'll get the Charizard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the Charizard X, the super variant. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to keep going. But apparently that that the Pfizer 
jab that <coughs> is like ninety percent efficient against the Indian variant. So, mate, that's the only thing. I just want things to fucking open so I can come home, or I get hell and I can come out here. It's just doing my head in, like not having that option. Yeah, the flights are fucking twelve quid at the minute to fly home. Yeah, like it's yeah. just so so easy. But then the restrictions and the quarantine. If they just stop the quarantine, I'd be so much happier. Yeah, didn't you say they've got a date for that though? Well, no, it's all have to do with that green list or the green light or the what's it called? Traffic light. I think it's called. They're calling it the traffic light system. So who's in the green? I think it's only Portugal on the green at the minute. So oh, everyone's fucking yeah. putting their flights to Portugal, but. At least not on the list yet, mm. unfortunately. But here, have you got your? Are you going to get your uh, vaccination? Well, I'm. I'm going to. I'm not going to kind of like go out of my way Rush. to get it. I'm not rushing to get it. But um, if it meant that I needed to get it to travel, and I had something where I was, I think it is, me. Like for now, for us, if we had a vaccine and we were like had two vaccines, we wouldn't have to do quarantines and we wouldn't have to buy tests. So if you fly, say if you're coming out to visit me in, in in Italy, you would have to get a PCR to fly. But if you have if you have a vaccine, you don't have to pay for your PCR. But I think PCRs will be a thing for yeah. ages, like, and they're fucking expensive too. They're eighty five quid a pop. Yeah. So you have to get one before you fly, and then. You have to get one on your way back as well, so that's that's 160 quid out of your trip, which yeah. is pants like. I haven't really thought about it, but I guess that it's like you'd be able to ring up now, wouldn't you, and go like, "Oh, I want it. Can I have it?" Kind of thing. I mean, especially with. Oh like, yeah, you don't. Yeah, you just do online now. Yeah, I didn't even just go online. It. Yeah, I think it'd be worth doing it because you're not going to get the second one until like Helena got hers booked on the 28th, and then she's not going to get her second one until. The August, so like that—that's a long time away. Yeah, like, it's been a long way. yeah. So oh. you can actually get that on your passport and tell you do both. So yeah, probably better get it sooner that. rather than later. I'll have a look at that. Then. Yeah. And then fuck you, all you anti-vaxxers. <laughs> I want to travel. Yeah, no. Like spend means, a fortune. Like I said, if it means that one, if it means that I can travel, then I'm like. Me, yeah, I've spent about easily six hundred quid on tests alone these oh, yeah. past three months, like. It's horrible. I mean, you've got you've got an event coming up as well, haven't you? Yeah, so I'll have to get a test for that as well. That's that's yeah. why I'm not flying. Like, I, technically, I could fly home every two weeks, but um, like, it's just the tests. Like, I'm having to pay 160 quid on top of all my flights and all my yeah. accommodation and stuff. Like, it's just not feasible. So as soon as those tests fuck off, I don't have to. Yeah. No, no, no. I hope, I hope this. Like, obviously, the the vaccine coming out is a big is a big thing, and the more people that can get that, the better, really. Yeah. It wouldn't be that bad if the tests were like humane. Them things are horrible. Like they are horrific. Yeah. Especially the ones over here. They literally they 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 go into your brain. Like I don't know what the fuck they're testing for, but it's definitely not coronavirus. They're t- testing for like brain cells or something. <laughs> it goes right back there, and I don't know why they do it here rather than anywhere else. It's yeah. just it's just unnecessary. And like I saw I was putting my story. I don't know if I said it on the podcast last week, did I? About um, walking in and they just know you're a foreigner over here and they're like they just look at you like I'm going to fuck you up here I'm going to I'm going to fucking rip your nose with this stick you've no idea I'm only supposed to go an inch but I'm going to go hella deep <laughs> I'm going to skull fuck you here <laughs> they literally like just, I don't know if they're racist like holding, or not holding the thing and just trying to get the fingers up there <laughs> yeah <laughs> And then, and then when they get it in, they get their hands like it's if they're making a fire and go <laughs> spin it. I ain't got many brain cells left. <laughs> Don't take yeah. them as well. <laughs> Starting a fire up there, a little friction. 
and then they take it out and just send you out the back door like, and you just walk out like you're being raped like <laughs> just violated yeah, it's horrible <laughs> literally crying the whole way like you're walking down the street everyone looking at you you're bawling your eyes out because it's been stung stuck in your nose like five <laughs> inches yeah uh, not great no I'm, but as I'm, soon as they're binned, I'm happy I've only had one test the ones in the UK are fine like they're, there's nothing wrong with them at yeah. all like you just do a tiny swab yeah, it's easy. Like, ones in yourself, you, I have to spit on it now. <laughs> done. Yeah. Spit in the bag. How the fuck are they going to know? Yeah, exactly. I guess it's very true. But, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll move on to the next. Just yeah. keep the structure yeah. we've been doing the past Better few weeks. Pill Better pill to swallow. Um, we were talking about this during the week. You phoned me. It was the most random phone call ever. Like, it was yeah. just in the middle of work. Yeah, well, and it's it, like, got, it was so deep. Like. I know, I know. But you were, <laughs> well, like you were saying, you were, like, I've done it a few times now where I pocket dialed you, haven't I? And, like, you've just been like, yeah. FaceTiming me in your pocket. In my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's one you actually answer and it's like, who the fuck am I phoning? And I was like, oh, hey, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was funny. Oh, that were, that he just wants. He just wants the opportunity to talk to me. I think that's what it is. That he just. That when I was going to the gym and I had that yoga, the yoga class that I walked out on. That's probably oh, what yeah. I'm talking about. That was that was that was horrendous. Like I, I, I didn't understand. You weren't too. You were too vague whenever you were explaining it to me. So explain yeah. a bit more thorough. So, obviously, like I do, I I like my yoga. I do a fair bit of yoga, and I even teach it to elements when I do my my physio flow classes, and um, it's. I went in this this class and um, the woman were like really weird anyway. She had like high like high waisted leggings on, but she tucked over the high waisted so she had a gut just kind of like spewing over the edge of her <laughs> leggings. Bit of a spare tire yeah. going on. There's this there's this class like the room is full of about thirty people, and um, like there's some there's some guys in there which you don't normally see in yoga classes and stuff as well, which was was good. And she was she was just talking um, like. We've, it's quite a big room and she's talking quite quietly so it's maybe like the first row I could hear her and I could just about make her out and she was talking about the history and the origins of yoga and people that come to these kind of classes just want to have a stretch they don't care about the origins of yoga and yeah. she was like what, what is the difference between us and the, the yogis in the Himalayan mountains and, uh, and then she was asking what people what is the difference? the mirrors on the wall nah <laughs> is what she said it's like you guys are pretty sure they're Pretty sure they're better. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what that's what um, that's what she was saying, and she was trying to get a few laughs. Room was silent, and, yeah. <laughs> and then um, like I'm sorry if you're listening on audio, but uh, Rob can describe on what I'm doing. But she was just doing like this proper like almost belly dancing style movements for it. Like I was thinking, like I was getting right. Hey, into stop it. that! I'm getting turned on here. <laughs> I was getting you gotta stop this. <laughs> I was getting right into it because I thought it was just like a jokey little bit of like flowing into the warm up, and me and Alice are there just kind of messing about, joking around, doing all this kind of movement stuff. And then she started like doing all this kind of wrist movement things, and then I was doing it for so long, my wrist started hurting. <laughs> and literally, we're about ten minutes of us just doing this random thing, and I like. <laughs> After a couple of minutes, I was just like, okay, right, I get this now, it's done, now we're warm. Then, like, five minutes went by, I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then, like, six, seven minutes go by, and I'm like, Alice, think I'm going to leave. I think I'm just going to get my mat and go. Like, I'd rather just sit outside and do a stretch on my own than, than do this and do, like, my own practice. And it literally went on for about ten minutes and, like, literally got up, rolled my mat up and walked out of the, walked out of the class because I was like, this is not... This is, like... 
Like Did you show you anything the, in the way out? Like in Step Brothers, when he goes out of the room, he's like, "This wedding's horse shit." He just walked out like, "This yoga's horse shit." I didn't. I, I complained. I, I thought it would like it's I, I, pure Karen. Yeah, proper Karen. But it's it's one of them things that it's it's. I understand it's tough because yoga is to a lot of people. Yoga is just yoga. Who go to the gym, but there's a yeah. lot of different styles of yoga, but. I know a lot of the styles of yoga, and that was a belly dancing class. That wasn't a yoga class. So if, yeah, yeah, if it was like a style that I don't necessarily like, then fair enough. But it wasn't even yoga. So and I felt yeah. so sorry for the, some of the guys that were there that were like, you could tell a little Too bit more like in, introvert, introverted, and didn't have the bollocks to kind of walk out of it. And yeah, stuff. they just didn't want to be there. Point yeah. them off yoga for life. Speaking of belly dancers, I've actually got a good story about belly dancers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, um, whenever I was traveling in Sri Lanka, me and my mate Stu, we both went there together for two weeks, traveling around the islands. We tried to dot around the islands as much as we can, and uh, went stayed somewhere. I can't remember what it was. I think it was a city, Colombo, it could have been, in the city, and uh, we're staying in this nice wee hotel and stuff. Went down the road, tried to find a bar because we wanted to get drunk, we wanted to like, maybe find a nightclub or something. So we went down. Um, we're wearing shorts, so we try to get in this nightclub. We couldn't get in because we're wearing shorts. And I was like, it's fucking like 30 degrees, you know what it is in? They're like, no, you're gonna, you, you can't go in with shorts. And I was like, for fuck's sake. So end up um, asking around for a bar. We can get in with shorts in. And we got to find one. It's quite late at night, like, like 12 maybe. And I uh, went into this bar and it was fucking all these belly dancers on the stage. And we were like, fuck me, this is mad. It's cool. Like. It's really cool. And uh, we were the only white people in the whole place. So. Um, the white people usually mean to have money, so they're all like trying to be friendly and stuff. And uh, we were th- we thought they were really, really friendly. They were all coming up to us, like trying to grab his arm, our arm, trying to bring us to dance and stuff like that. There and like my mate Stu, like he's a typical man. Like as soon as someone gives him attention, he's like, "Oh, do you want a drink? Do you want a drink?" And uh, buying him all drinks, and then. I was dancing on the stage, I was belly, pretending belly dancing, belly dancing on stage and all by myself, only white guy on the whole stage, just fucking up all these girls like doing belly dancing, having the time of my life, sweating balls. And I looked down, and it was in the seating area, and Steve was there with, uh, with like, a few girls, and was like standing around with drinks and all, and I was like, wait, something's not right here. Like, And I looked around, and like it's always like four or five girls around one guy, and I was just like, hold on a minute. We're in a fucking brothel. <laughs> I had no idea. I thought it was a nightclub, like a belly dancing nightclub. It was a fucking brothel, and it just clicked to me. I was dancing on stage with a load of fucking hookers. <laughs> but it was like so surreal because you would never know, like if someone like a naked eye walking in. And then uh, when this twigged, I was like, "Oh fuck, we need to get out of here right now." Because it made sense because all the drinks were so expensive and. Uh, I said this. I went up to Stu and I was like, "Stu, you need to go." He's like, "No, no, I think I'm, I think I'm pulling here." And I was like, "Mate, they're all hookers." And he was like, "What?" And I, I was like, "Mate, they're fucking hookers." And he was sitting buying them drinks all night, spent an absolute fortune, and then uh, I ended up had to pin them out and had to force them to leave. But uh, <laughs> that was a mad night. That yeah, I <laughs> yeah. Things you see on holidays, eh? I know, I know. I mean, you've, you've got, it was a great got... night though, like dancing on stage with all the belly yeah, dancers, yeah. and they were, yeah. <laughs> well, you got. I didn't get, I didn't get that impression once until I really looked to look around with like four girls and one guy, or yeah, and I was like, hmm, something's not right here. <laughs> no, yeah, and I think that, um, yeah, you could just come and come and talk the talk the class yourself, mate. You didn't need this woman to do it. <laughs> Rob, Rob's belly dancing skills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could have done it. No sweat. The history. Yeah. 
I think we went of brothel, brothel belly dancing. <laughs> brothel belly dancing. That's a gym class name of many. That yeah, that's be. a niche. That's a business right there. Like. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll go back to the better spell. That, that'll yeah. cheer everyone up off of all that, all that sad talk. <laughs> um, yeah, so better pill to swallow. We're talking about it. So he phoned me during the week and we started talking about we're We're both reading the same book at the minute called uh, Start With Why by Simon Sinek, which I love. Simon Sinek. It's a, it's quite a difficult book to start, but then once you get started, it's it's very very informative and uh, yeah. they talk about the the whole thing about whys and uh, what's so important about them. But that was what you phoned me about, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it's like when when he talks about it, it's like the the what, the how, and then the why are like your three stages of what you you need in in business. So I kind of related it. You were talking about in business, but I related it more to kind of life in a sense of being that. Um, like, I think it's really important to, in your business, you have your why of your business, you have your, your reason, like your mission statement or your purpose as your business. But I think yeah. it's also important to have that as a person as well. And like, it's, I think it's very, very hard to find, but uh, I came across a saying of that if your why doesn't make you cry, it's not big enough. It's like, it yeah. needs to be like emotionally deep into it. And it's, it's, it's tough, but it's like, I've, I've done the process of it. It's called, there's this, there's this process that you do, it's called seven levels deep. And it's like, you almost ask yourself why. So the first question is always, why do you want to be successful? And then you come up with your answer and then you go, but why do I want that? And you go like a level deeper and then you go, well, why do you want that? And you get a level deeper. And then it turns out that you get like, you need to cut out all the bullshitty beauty pageant style answers that you get. I want world peace. It's yeah, like that's the, something you would yeah, say yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it, it really gets like personal, and like when I've done the process, I've done it with um, one of my business partners, and it was it was like you get angry at like no, it is that no, it is that, and then they go, it's not fucking that, it's it's not, and you go, yeah, fine, it fuck this, this, and then you just you just blurt it out from your head, and you just get like this emotional flood kind of thing of like yeah, fuck yeah, that rip. <laughs> that kind of thing and um like mine even like thinking about it now i get like a little bit emotional about it but it's like mine is my kind of why comes back to like i I, I touched on elements of it before but i've never got as deep into it but my mum and dad are like the best mum and dad ever they kind of give me anything i want like they're they're awesome and it's obviously that it's great to have parents like that but there's elements of it that've been a, a bit of a, a hindrance when it's come to eating, eating and relationship with foods. But that's not that's where I thought my why went. But it turned out it went the other way. Of that, um, my dad struggled quite a lot with depression when he was um, when he was a, a little bit younger. When I was like late, like eight, nine, ten up to <coughs> kind of teens, and um, and he used to see like red or see black a lot is what he used to say. He said he used to just go numb and see black. And some of the like like tantrums and rages that he went on like <clears throat> at my mum and around around me and my brother and stuff was fucking horrible. And he's like so forgiving about it. This is nothing I'm not I I think sometimes when people can say things like this it sounds very negative around his family member and my dad is fucking awesome. Like, I've got nothing bad to say about him. He was struggling, like he had an, an illness at this point. Yeah, yeah. It. So, but 
that he had this and this kind of depression and this anxiety that he had and that caused him to go into these blind rages where like it all spewed from like financial worries and credit card debt and 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 different issues and and it's it's just something that i i never want finances to be an issue to the point of where it causes me to do that around my future family like yeah i can't i cannot deal i can't even that that is that has got to be my 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 deep why is that my my grandma who passed away last year had to had to pass away so my dad could inherit money to pay off the mortgage for the house yeah. and i i can't let that happen to me i don't want to watch my mum or dad have to die to pay for my mortgage on my house like, yeah yeah the, my, my, and that's why so a lot of people's they say like your why shouldn't be financial like it shouldn't be materialistic but mine's got deeper roots to why it is yeah and why i am like very like very driven to be successful financially is more mm. than just because I want to earn loads of money and have a Lambo or something. I don't give a shit about that. But yeah. I want myself and then my family and then even their kids and their kids to, to not have to deal with something that, I, that I've that i seen growing up there as well. So as yeah, you can probably yeah. tell, I get, I get fucking emotional talking about it. But Yeah, it's deep like. It, it gets deep, but I think that it get you get to a point of where you have to keep... Like, I didn't come to that. I didn't think that my why would be based around a kids that I haven't even planned or even thought about or even gone down into the future but yeah when when you really go deep into it you start thinking like fuck like this is where it goes these are the kind of things yeah that, people don't realize yeah just doing things and you know, yeah. there is a deep brain meaning why the people are doing that but they just don't know and but, you were saying that as soon as you know that why everything has more purpose or has more reason to everything you do like yeah. if you don't want to do something if you just think about that why then it'll make you do it say say if you wanted to stop drinking just that's your fuel almost yeah. that their why is your fuel of like why you need to do something yeah which is powerful very powerful yeah no it's it's it, that it's it it's like you don't want to get up on the morning to go do a workout it's like is doing this workout going to make me more going to make me a better person to, <clears throat> to achieve my my end goal and to believe in my why yes so why why don't you just do it and then you go back to your why and you think about it the same when it's, it's ideas about should i like should I, I go out this weekend or should i spend time focusing on something that's going to make me successful and you stop you stop questioning i i, I found it's been such a turning point for me like learning it in the last well and initially when i learned it, it was around um because I've done the exercise multiple times and it can change and I think you find that you do go a little bit deeper into it and that's where I'm at with it right now but it's it's just such a powerful tool to to drive you every single day and when you when you even think about it it's like no well that's and if I do this that's not going to get me to where I need to be for that and it's it, it is really 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 powerful and it's it's really positive so I said, I said to you, didn't I? I said when we do the day, we talk about it on the podcast, and I'm like, you have a think about what yours is. So have you had much of a think about it? Yeah, but it's hard. Like I always try to like run away from it a bit. Like I try to like go deep, but you can never really go as deep as what. And then when you hear other people's, you're like, you try to relate to that as well. So whenever you said about yours, I related mine quite a lot to my dad as well because of that. And then now it's sort of all obscured. Mm. 
So, well, like, well, let's just do do a, do a little bit of it then. So, like, if I was going to ask you the question, just baseline here, why do you want to be successful? What would you What would you say? Just to live like a good life. Yeah, like probably better than average life. Yeah. Live a higher life, higher quality of life. Why is it important to you that you live a higher quality life? I think it comes down to like what people have doubted me in the past. Like, think if someone like, yeah, fuck me. Um, yeah, to prove people who doubted me wrong, I would say. Why is it important to you that you prove these people wrong? Maybe because I'm competitive that way. Um, I think that's um, a beauty punching answer. That is a beauty punching answer. Competitive. Why? Um, I don't even know. Like you're at the point now, mate, where this is this is the point in the process of where you start using your your heart more than your head. Yeah. That, what was my last that, point again? So why why are you trying to prove these people wrong? Fuck, I don't. It's such a weird question. I don't know. I, I don't know how to answer it. It's, why am I trying to prove them wrong? To prove prove to myself because I can do it as well. Okay. So why is it why is it important to prove to yourself? That you can do it. To be, think, yeah, to be more independent. I think. Um, I think this kind of leads towards. I don't. I don't. I don't want to put words in your mouth with it, but it's like leading towards proving some like. Somebody. Yeah, proving to somebody. Yeah. Like did. Yeah. Did so all came, like so? My dad, whenever he said, whenever I was twenty, I always told him that. I'd, I'd, earn, I'd, I'd earn like more than him whenever I'm 22 or something, I can't remember what it was. I always had these financial goals, like when I was 20, I wanted a BMW and I did it. And then whenever I was, yeah, when I was 20, my dad would always like, he always drilled it into me to say like, the, the quality, the, sorry, the, the value for money, like the value for money is everything. So he made me pay for my like energy drinks from school. Like if I was going to football, like he would give me my pocket money, like ten pound a week, and he would let me get anything from that. He would never buy me like things. He would always make me pay for it myself, like that way. And then <clears throat> I think it came from that, like, and then after that, like, it sort of like it got a bit like aggro in the fact where I was like, all right, well, I'm going to earn enough money where I can buy these sums things myself, and the value of money won't be an like an object, so I won't have to value money as much if I have the yeah. money there. And then. Fucking hell, this is deep. <laughs> yeah, you get you, don't it? When you when you get, yeah. you get really truly to it, you can tell. It's... And then whenever like I did do that, like I did, I earned more than my dad. Whenever I was twenty one, went to Saudi, and then I was earning more than what my dad was earning. And then I started whenever I went to like I was telling you when I went to Dubai, I spent money so much, like because. I had money and I never had the money. The value of money wasn't like an object anymore. And I think that's why, why I did that, why I like, got so materialistic. It's because I didn't have the chance to when I was a kid, like, because I had to buy all the stuff for that 10 pound when I was younger. You know what I mean? Mm. But I think that's probably where it stems from. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I can tell that you, you're getting emotional about that. Yeah. It's I sort of me, I'm shaking like a fucking yeah, leaf. I think that, I think there is another level there. 
but I don't want to push you too much on it right now. I don't think. I think what do you think it is? I, I I don't know what it is. I don't know enough about just your past. Just another But I just think there's. I think you, you've maybe got one or two more there. But it's like I say, it's around seven is what they say. If, if you can get to around, I think mine mine's about my eighth. Like I thought I had my seven, but I've, I went that level deeper, and it was like because my last level was about my. I want. I never wanted to watch a family member die to have to pay off my mortgage. Yeah. But then why do you not want that? And then I went that little bit deeper because of that. So I guess like the question would be then, why do you feel like you need to like, why do you feel like you need to prove to your dad that kind of thing? Be thinking about that extra level of it. But again, the first time you're experiencing it, mate, it's 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 very tough, and you can get fucking really deep with it. So it's yeah, it's tough. But you say you've got that idea in your mind now, and. It may come to you one day, like, like when mine came to me, I wasn't on the eighth level. I wasn't doing this exercise. I was doing, I was working, well, I was having a meeting with the other Adams in my business and we we're having a bit of a disagreement. So we we're a bit heated anyway in the moment. It wasn't like an argument, but just a bit of a disagreement. And they were talking about, oh, why, why do you want to do, like, why do you want to do this? And why do you want this? And why do you need... Why do you need that? With it? Why do you think we need this kind of thing? And I just kind of went in, and it just happened. It just came out, and I'm like, fuck, like that. I got so emotional in the moment. Like, I had to yeah. go out of a room, and I'm like, fuck, you know. But it's it's tough. Yeah, man. fair. Like I'm always sort of like pretty brick wall that way in terms of like emotional things. But like whenever I was even just doing that there now, I was like, fuck, yeah. it's cotton like. Yeah, yeah. But that again, you, you get into this point because I can tell in your voice, I can feel the emotion through it in your voice, and yeah. it's. It's that level there of where you relate to that emotion now, because that, that's painful going back to that emotion. Like you, you feel it, it gets painful. So when you think about that and you relate that to like a driving purpose, it's fucking powerful. It really, really yeah. is. Yeah, 100%. And it's, it's so, I think it's so, it's so good to know, because yeah, like you said, you verbalised it a bit now. I reckon you, you're not. I don't think you're right there, but you're fucking close. Yeah, definitely. Definitely food for thought, though. Like, yeah, yeah. thinking to myself. Yeah. Mad that. Yeah. <laughs> that that'd be good for the clip, for the clip, yeah. for the promo. Like, <laughs> yeah. just is so. Like I never really give out that side of my th- like me in general. Like. Yeah. I've always tried to be pretty mentally resilient that way, but yeah. and not give out that sort of shit. Mm. But that's pretty... and I think that that's that's I think that's a level deeper. Yeah. Something around you, I, like I bet your dad's been a fucking lads lad hard man kind of, not showing any kind of vulnerability style of thing. So that'll be. I, no, think that... I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it goes to that. I think it comes down to maybe just because everything was so more money orientated. Like whenever I was a kid, yeah. just everything just so scripted and like money this, money that. Like you can't have that sweet because it's like Tempe Deer and the other sweet and shit like that there. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon it has something to do with that, but I'll have to have to think about it. Like, because mm. yeah. you can't just like come off with it. It's like no, deep no, thought. It's a, it's a process, mate. It's a process, definitely. But you've definitely got a, a good foundation there to build on. Um, but yeah, it's fucking tough, mate. It's a tough one to deal with. Um, mm. 
Right. <laughs> where where do we go from there? <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's put something in the bin. Let's put. Let's put that fucking questionnaire in the bin. Fuck. Emotions in the bin. <laughs> yeah. What have I got wrote down here? Living in the same week in week out. So yeah, you went you went rock climbing this week, and that's the. This is. It's not really one you put in the bin. It's just you whole the whole idea of living the same life day in day out every day, not trying new things like. You, yeah. you said you had a saying there before you were saying to me before that Alice said is like about first times. What was it you yeah, said? Yeah, yeah. So it's like that. We the reason why people when they feel like they're getting older, that the um, the life starts to speed up. It's like your life starts to speed up because you're running out of uh, like novelty things to do. You're running out of first. Like you, your life's nice and slow because you've got your first day of school and you've got your first day of high school and you've got your first girlfriend, your first kiss first time having sex, your first time driving, your first time drinking, first time going to university, first time getting a job, and then you get your job, and then you coast because you, you run out of first times, you run out of novelty, and it's this element that your brain craves, obviously time doesn't speed up, but your brain craves this novelty, these new things, and you need to give it these kind of stimuluses to let it live in the moment and to enjoy the things that you're doing. So I saw this and my friend asked me if I wanted to go rock climbing. He's asked me for a few times and I've just not done it because it's I just it's not in my routine. And it's mm-hmm. like I step out, stepped outside my comfort zone because we all know outside your comfort zone is your growth zone. I tried something new and I think at least once a month, if not once a week, I think once a week might be a bit ambitious, but once a month I'm going to try something completely new. Yeah. And I, think, I think I'm going to keep it as a little bit of a rule and a goal for myself because, like, if we're not growing, we're dying as people, and it, it's just such a. Yeah. I think the idea of this is such a positive thing, of like just. But doing things for the first time does that mean you're quitting things as well at the same time? If you start something, I couldn't no. do that personally because as soon as I start something, I'm like, I'm in. Like, yeah. If I start rock climbing, I'm 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 climbing up fucking Everest after, like at the end, <laughs> like. That's my yeah. problem. So if I started if I started something new every month, yeah, I'd be fucking. Yeah. I would, I'd be all sorts, I'd be the yeah, yeah. mountaineer, like, fucking crossfitter, cricketer. Yeah, well, but I think that, that's it, and I mean, it's having having a little bit of that self-control about it, it's good. I went climbing, I absolutely loved it, and I think I'm going to keep it into like going once a fortnight maybe, because I did enjoy it, but mm-hmm. obviously there's going to be certain elements, you'll try them, and you might not enjoy it, like, mm-hmm. one thing that's really big for me is I want to try public speaking, and I want to do like, mo- like, motivational speaking, hopefully, potentially at some point, and, um, I'm looking at me and a few of the other guys, my guys in A-game and um, a guy called Warren that we know are, are putting on, we're going to look to put on an event in a couple of weeks of like getting some ex-athletes and stuff, talking about mental health and sharing their stories and stuff. And it should be awesome. Warren's got a nice voice as well. Like. Yeah, he's, he's, fucking, he's a good guy, Warren. And we're going to look to put on this event and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be Back awesome. Back to what you said about starting these new things, right? So this is where my I sort of disagree in a way because for for me you said right crossfit i want to compete i want to i want to compete in a crossfit right so surely taking on other things starting some other things that are new is i'm not going to bring that goal further away or push that goal further away of the first thing you started you know what i mean yeah well i think that yeah i think i think you're right in the sense of if i start to take something new on and keep doing something new but then eventually it's not new so it'd be like a, a slot of like once a month Every, one, one Saturday or Sunday, once a month, I'm going to put in a diary, do something new kind of idea. And that's in your routine then. It's not 
do something new and keep going at it. I think it's just oh, coincident, okay, yeah, yeah. coincidental that it's like Fair, I've done yeah. this climbing. My friend, my friend that I went with were like, "Oh, you just come, come every so often." And I were like, "Well, my goal right now, physical goal, is around CrossFit and wanting to compete eventually." Um, so doing something like climbing where it's a full body exercise, I'm using my mobility, I'm using my grip strength and everything. It's like this is actually works quite well with it. But then say if I did something like bungee jumping, I won't be like, oh, I'm gonna go bungee jumping every week now because it's not, doesn't have the crossover, it doesn't have the pass over to where the goal aligns. So I think it's more about giving yourself that, that novelty and that stimulus that you need of doing something new. And then um, looking at something else. And it doesn't have to be hobby oriented anyway. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it's just starting something new. You could go to a cooking class or something like that there. Yeah, yeah. Like, go dancing class, whatever. Yeah, just something that's a bit out of your comfort zone. But you never know. You might fucking love it. It might, it might be your new thing. But yeah, if you if you stay in your same nine to five, go to the gym, do my bro split, eat the same meals, then I had an idea for like an Instagram Instagram series or a YouTube series for hybrid was for me and John to start to, to like go into new sp- other sports because obviously we want to branch out to all sports. So like maybe. Because we know Stevie Ward, obviously, and maybe yeah. go for a go for a sparring session with Stevie Ward, a training session with Stevie Ward, going to different disciplines, so boxing, maybe go to gymnastics, maybe go to a parkour class, something like that there, and like yeah. film it, like a series of doing different different things. I thought it'd be really cool, like just to like yeah. it'd be funny. They make it, it would be a good viewing for good content definitely. for hybrid. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, that that's something that I wanted to do with Luke when we would when I did YouTube with, with him a while back, it was the same idea of wanting to just be two two lads just taking on loads of different sports and loads of different challenges and stuff. But mm-hmm. I think you and Rob have got a really good energy for YouTube. You just John. have to pull the <laughs> you and yeah, you and John sorry, are gonna have got the um you've got the really good energy for YouTube. You just need to get the sticks out your ass when you're on camera for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well there's a podcast coming out next week that we filmed in the van. Uh so burpees and banter podcast i'll have, oh, I'll have yeah, to send you but um we done a podcast but we spilled the beans on pretty much on a load of things about hybrid and stuff and uh, oh, no. our journey so far but that's a good listen like we really did yeah. i think it's good me and john like really bounce off each other that's why like we find it hard to do the instagram stuff like putting our face on the brand putting our personality behind it because our personalities aren't the same until we're with each other like when with each other like it enhances everything but yeah. when we're individually we can't really bounce off each other and when it's not the same it's like mm. it's like ant and deck but like ant without deck it's just like yeah. ant yeah Uncle. <laughs> i think i think it's it is the, it's that element of the fact um you when you look at like what i'm trying to say here when you um the first like the first so your first piece of art is always going to be shit. Your first YouTube yeah. video is always going to be shit. The first time you speak on the camera, it's always going to be shit. It's just getting over the fact that your first time and your first 20 times is going to be shit. The mm-hmm. whole fact that I love about hybrid is the fact that the hybrid mentality, I love the fact about that. I love you guys are now trying to put yourselves behind the brand, but your brand is still a baby. So you yeah, guys yeah. growing with it is part of the passion that I love behind it. Yeah, like, yeah. it's that's That's got to be... The driving force of you and i know that you're like a perfectionist and all your branding and all the look and the like how clean the actual branding and everything is it's perfect but people buy from people at the end of the day and i think that's why certain youtubers that then launch clothing brands and stuff do so well because mm-hmm. they've already bought into the person 
So if you can get people to buy into you, which I think events will be classed for, and I think that uh, different things like that will be classed for, it'd be, yeah. that's why you'll do well yeah. with it. Because it's people buy from people at the end of the day and people need to believe in the growth of not only the business, but you as a person. And yeah, definitely. No, I, totally, I totally agree with that. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just getting out of your comfort zone, like you said. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. And I want to, this big thing for me is that when uh, me and Alice have just applied for a flat, spoiler alert for everyone, but um, the, the would, that's why I'm like here today, somewhere else last week, there's somewhere different the week before. And um, if we get this flat, then um, I'm going to start doing YouTube again. And I believe that when you type in vegan CrossFit into YouTube, uh, I'm the third video <laughs> already from when I did a when I did a a, a chal I did a challenge of a full day of eating vegan CrossFit, and then the first three videos are James Newbury. Yeah. And then I'm the. Th I'm Dude, the I don't one, think so. I don't know any other vegan CrossFitters. I know some low level ones, obviously, like just. Um, Me. <laughs> yeah, but like same with similar <laughs> levels. You live in London. I know a few. Um, to do it but they wouldn't youtube or anything like that there but i'm sure they would like the tips yeah. and tricks and how to like maximize performance as a vegan because i'd say it'd be very very hard in crossfit yeah exactly and that's what's something i want to do i want to mm -hmm. be able to share and show that that um what i am doing what i am eating kind of um kind of different recipes and stuff and i think i get alice involved she's uh, cooking is great and um it'd be really good to um to just do and hopefully like I say, my idea is I want to inspire people to go vegan. I don't want to convince them to go vegan. I think and that's you're actually making content that you want to do, and it'll be easier. I think the problem you had before, if you don't mind me saying, the problem you had before with YouTube is like you were trying to force yourself to make content, which it's not good. Like yeah, yeah. The content like that's forced is just not valuable to you or anyone else. Like yeah. Whenever you, it's fluent, and mm. you want it's like selling something. Like you're selling something that you believe in. Like. It's so much easier to sell. Yeah. Like, if you're forcing if, it for views, I will like I was trying to force it for views. Like, what? Yeah, you're trying to like kind of clickbaits and shit like that there. But yeah, like, yeah. if you're giving out valuable content, like it goes so much further than clickbait nowadays. Like, even now, like how many times in the past have you said about me about the podcast? Like, what should we name it? And then, and then the name comes out, and I'm like that's just pure clickbait, Adam. And yeah. you're like, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's like I think that's that's been the kind of thing that I've done, like. I've, I've, yeah, I've gone against kind of maybe what I necessarily fucking sold myself <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. Or some but that's uh, everyone, like it's not. Don't get me wrong. Like it was, you were just riding the wave because everyone was doing it at the same time. Like it's not like yeah. it's it's like faking it till you make it in a way because people are just reusing content and like doing the same content and on different people. But um, now that you're being more of a niche, it'll be work better because you could be the first one to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah. the first few to do it. So. Yeah, it's no, well, more it. creative. I think because I know I know how to do it. I know I'm I can be pretty well. I am pretty good on camera, and um, like I know how to edit the videos and stuff. But again, I might look at getting someone to edit them because time and whatnot. But we'll we'll see. And it, um, but yeah, like if anyone is going to be interested in vegan CrossFit, then let us know in the comments. Nah, no, you're right, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you then. <laughs> I won't be plugging your training. I'll club him right now. I'll I'll hit like. I'll, I'll hit like. And I'll subscribe like. But, but I'm not watching that boy. <laughs>
Uh, yeah, I think I think the the main thing that I'd want to do is like I say, I don't want to convince people to go vegan. I want to inspire them to try it. Yeah, even uh, just give valuable tips to people who are trying it, like make it easier. Like yeah. that's 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 what it is. That's your why. Yeah. Like you don't your why isn't you want to convert people or you. I don't think your why is even to get people to try it. I think your why is to help people to mm. live like have fulfillment while doing it. Yeah. That's more your why. So if you just so focus on that rather than trying to get people to try it, I think yeah, yeah. they'll well, do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I mean. Is like the I would because I feel like trying trying to get to get trying to get people to try it is trying to convince them, and yeah. I don't I don't like that. It's I like the idea of inspiring them. There's also there's this saying that um, I kind of coined recently that um, when people know things they like to show off that they know it but when people understand things they like to help people other people understand it mm. so it's i think it's again it's the kind of idea of that if some people know how to be vegan or they've just gone vegan they might go like oh look at me i'm vegan do this you should do this you should do that and yeah. it's like i'm like now that i'm starting to get to a point where i understand it i'm not saying i know it really really well but I understand it a lot more and I can give people advice on it and mm. um, I'm into a point of where I'm like no you shouldn't just stop you need to actually transition you need to learn you. like you need to do this and I do it in a lot more calm calm approach rather than going like and it's, that's something I notice a lot on Clubhouse people just like trying to people just trying to like sell themselves because of the knowledge that they know not the knowledge they understand yeah, hundred percent. And just again, clickbait just through their words. Some people yeah. are just masking their fucking with their vocabulary, masking their knowledge. Like, thought my head in that. People sound yeah. smart, but they're not actually. They yeah. just like over exaggerate their sentence to make them sound smart, but they're fucking not, and they're just talking absolute shite. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, mate. Well, but um. We're at we're at we're hundred hundred uh, one hour six minutes, so we'll we'll wrap it up here. Sure, that's a good podcast. Yeah, mate, that's it. Only only know. cried once. <laughs> <laughs> mate, we've well, I got very emotional when I were talking about mine. So you you get to that point where you you relive you like you get into that emotion and you can feel that emotion that it's mm. like like fuck. Do I stay in bed and feel like this, or do I get up and sort my life out? Yeah, that kind of vibe. Powerful. Bed's bed, pretty comfy though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the snooze right. button is the failure button. <laughs> yeah. The snooze yeah. button that gets nailed. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening to Normalising Life Podcast with me and Adam. Uh, the the sponsors are Hybrid Academy, that I'm not even wearing a t-shirt in either tea, so... Um, <laughs> I got the socks on. <laughs> we're letting them down a wee bit. Oh yeah, there we go. Plug. Uh, <laughs> Loads coming next week, big things coming next month. It's going to be a massive month for hybrid. Um, NL10 on the website for discount if you want it. Um, you know, anything else to plug? Yeah, if you guys want to come to um, my free group live training for, for with A-Game, the guys at A-Game, then uh, just message me on Instagram and let me know and we'll get that sorted out. It's Thursday night at 8pm uh, UK time. And um, yeah, first one's free for anyone that wants to come. And it's always awesome, good vibes, really good atmosphere and really good Absolutely camera. awesome. Absolutely awesome, mate. <laughs> Absolutely bloody awesome, it is. <laughs> All right, see you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>